Rebuilding from the Ashes. Welcome to the Geula and Tishabov Perspective. We build the temple and the crown of glory. Years gone by, about 60. We were burned in the oven in a century. And a gas tried to choke, but it couldn't choke me. The Tishabov and Geula Perspective is in loving memory of Edward Ben Sara, whose your site is today on Tishabov. May his soul be uplifted and may his memory be a blessing for his entire family. Tishabov, the ninth of Av, a day that we mark as the most somber and sad day in our calendar, a day that many horrible incidences occurred throughout our history. The destructions of the first and second Basin Mikdash, as well as the final battle of Betar, which over 500,000 Jews were killed the expulsions of Jews from both England and Spain, the beginning of World War I, and the approval of the final solution in Germany, just to mention a few. Our great rabbis set the Shabbos before Tisha B'Av as Shabbos Chazoin, the Shabbos of vision, to prepare us for this most sombering of days. The name Shabbos Chazoin, the Shabbos of vision, stems from the opening words of last week's Haftar, Chazoin Yeshayahu, the vision of Yeshayahu the prophet. He prophesizes the immense amount of tragedies and horrific destruction that will befall the Jewish people, but the Haftorah ends off on an uplifting note. Yeshayahu envisioning the reinstitution of the Jewish kingdom and the ultimate redemption. The Holy Rebbe Yitzchak of Bartichev, known as the lawyer of the Jewish people, offers an alternative interpretation of Shabbos Chazoin and Tishabov. He explains that on this day every Jew is granted a vision from afar, of the third and final Besamekdash. Similar to Moshe Rabbeinu's vision of the land of Israel in this week's Torah portion, Parshas Ve'eschanan. Rebbe Levi Yitzchak raises a profound question. Jewish law forbids the destruction of even a small piece of the Besamekdash of the temple, let alone its complete destruction. How then could God seemingly contradict his own mitzvah, his own commandment, and allow the Besamekdash to be destroyed? Rebbe Yitzchak explains that the answer is based on the fact that the destruction served a greater purpose, to establish an everlasting temple, an everlasting Besamekdash built by God and furnished by the Jewish nation. The intention was to replace and surpass the past two Besamekdash with a grander, more expansive structure that would encompass the entirety of the Jewish people. According to Rebbe Yitzchak, the destruction was, in essence, a step towards the rebuilding and reestablishment of the Bismagdash, of the Temple of the Jewish Kingdom. The Medrash, Yalkut Shemini, suggests that the destruction of Bismagdash was contingent upon God's commitment to rebuild it in the future. And this implies that the act of destruction was the initial phase of its eventual renewal, of its eventual restoration. Accordingly, the construction of the third temple of the third Besamekdash did not wait some distant future. It commenced, it began immediately after the destruction of the second temple, the second Besamekdash. The purpose of its destruction was to allow God to rectify it, to allow God to refine the Besamekdash and transform it into an eternal structure built by Him, transcending the limitations of human existence. And this thought process is similar to our Gullus, our exile. The process of our Geula, of our redemption, began with the start of the exile. The purpose of our exile is for us to elevate ourselves in our service of God during the Gaulus, during the exile, so we can lead and we can exist in the ultimate redemption, in the complete revelation of God. Hence, there is no contradiction between the two visions of Shabbos Chazayin. 
Because during the darkest moments of Gaulus, the darkest moments of exile, we can still recognize the ultimate Geula, the ultimate redemption with the future Bismigdash. And this vision empowered Jews in the most dire of circumstances, in the most dire situations like the Holocaust, the destruction of Betar, the destruction of both temples, to overcome the darkness of exile and find their path that is illuminated by God's or by God's light. In today's day and age, after having thoroughly seen Yeshayahu's first vision, seeing the destruction, the pain, the sorrow, the suffering, may we merit to see and make his second prophecy an undeniable truth that resonates around the globe. May we witness the revelation of the third base of Mikdash. May we witness the restoration of the Jewish kingdom, proclaiming God's love for all of his creations. I will end off with a quote from the Talmud in Tainus. All those who mourn the destruction of the base of Mikdash will merit to see it ultimately being rebuilt. Have an easy fast and a meaningful Tisha B'Av and may we merit to celebrate this Tisha B'Av in Jerusalem with the ultimate redemption and the coming of Mashiach. <laughs>